Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Just Talk With Game. I'm here, my sidekick is here. Here. And so is our guest. Let's get started. Who do we have on today's show? Today we have one truly talentedly amazing musician, Clifford. I can't wait to learn more, but before we get started, let's give a shout out to our sponsors, Fade Life Clothing, BCK Online, and Link PR. Fade Life Clothing is a unique clothing line out of Atlanta, Georgia, geared towards those who love intoxicating style. And BCK Online is a digital online magazine that keeps you in the know and up to date on the lives of young entertainers, rising stars, parents, and much, much more. And Link PR is definitely the missing link to your success in the entertainment industry. I'm glad Fade Life Clothing, BCK Online, and Link PR are all back for another season. Now then, go grab your snacks, sit back, relax, and as always, enjoy, enjoy the, the show! show. We're glad you could join us for an episode of Just Talk With Gabe. Thank you so much for having me. This is wonderful. Thank you. you know. Thank you for being on. All right. Yeah, absolutely. My pleasure. Let's get into it. You are a musician. Tell us how you got started in the industry. Um, it was really just kind of happenstance. I got really interested in kind of teaching myself how to make music after I used to be a Twitch streamer. And I used to play like live stream playing games. And then I also would do some live music on the side, like just like playing, sing, playing uh, guitar and singing. And after a while, I, you know, I, w- I became more, you know, known for my music than playing games. And it kind of just turned into this thing. I was like, well, why don't I just try like, you know, making some music and just kind of picking it up and just sort of kind of fell in love with it. And over the years, it took me a couple of years to teach myself how to produce and Today, I'm, you know, making everything myself currently and, um, you know, just trying to get it out there. So, um, yeah, I had it. I just kind of had it. It was one of those epiphany moments when you just realize that you really wanted to do something. And that's what I did. That that's what cool. happened. That is cool. Now, OK, I have to know what's your favorite video game? What was the one that you just was your go to to play? <laughs> OK, so my so what, what I would play on. Have you ever played Counter-Strike CSGO? Oh, wow, that's. Very old. Well, yeah. I... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that was like I played CS:GO and I would go into. I don't know if you know anything about CS:GO, but there are these lobbies called surf lobbies, and it's basically right. just a bunch of people. Yeah. So I would. There's just a bunch of people hanging out, and I would go in there and like play music for people, and then they would all come to the stream, and um, that was my the main thing that got me a lot of notoriety. Well, that's, that's pretty cool. Well, that's really ingenious. Yeah, see. While they're waiting, you go entertain them. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> All right. So you speak French and Arabic as well. So what made you want to learn other languages? Um. So French, it's it, it, that was actually the only, I started that in eighth grade in middle school. And I, that was the only language that was offered. And as soon as I saw like foreign, I had an opportunity to learn a foreign languages language. I was just totally in it. I was just naturally gravitated toward it, towards it. And um, so I, I studied that from eighth grade all the way through senior year of college and um, wow. got a minor in it, actually. And then Arabic, I just picked up in college. My college just had, um, I took like, uh, it was really, I just wanted to try it out. And I took like Arabic, <laughs> my first semester, I took Arabic, French, and Spanish because oh I, I knew God. I wanted to do yeah, so I, I, I took all these like languages just because I wanted to try it out. It was my first semester, right? 
And so I, um, you know, ended up having to, you know, drop one. And, you know, I ended up, I, I kept with Arabic because it was just, it was amazing. I, I really didn't know anything about the culture or anything. And that's also what gravitated, you know, what, what made me gravitate towards it because I just, it was just an amazing, it was so difficult to learn the language, but then I also was, didn't know much about the culture and I just wanted, I was just truly just fascinated and I just fell in love with it. So that's how, um, that's pretty much, yeah, how I got into languages. That sounds so neat. That is, yeah. I remember they t- they had um, Mandarin. Mandarin. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, I'm going to sign up for Mandarin and Spanish and Italian. Well, nice. day two of Mandarin, I walked up to the teachers like, can you drop this class for me, please? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've heard that's very difficult, you know. I've heard that's a very difficult language, if you're a native English speaker, you know. Oh, yeah, it's, it was beautiful, but I just couldn't master it. So hats off to you. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Thank you. All right. How would you describe your sound? Um, so I, I like the genre bend. Uh, so I, it just keeps things interesting. And uh, I try to make eclectic music. So I feel like genre bending is a great way to make eclectic music. Um, so um it's really just genre bending i really try to challenge myself with every song i make to try to instead you know if i've you know filling in frequencies or instruments that i with new things like if i if i have a song that maybe is a dance song and it's like you know i'm gonna have drumming like a heavy drumming kick in there uh, or kick and snare rather but like you know i've i could use a keyboard or a synth but what else could i put in there you know what 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 else could fit those frequencies that I need to fill in in the song? And uh, without getting too technical with it, I just try to use just you know really experiment with different sounds, different instruments. And um, so my set my music is very reflective of that. it's it's um, it's kind of like with the whole languages thing, you know i I was truly fascinated in challenging myself and learning things with that uh, learning new things that I really didn't know anything about. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, you know, that's pretty much my sound in general. I try to keep it interesting for the listener and every song, even if you you might not like one song, but you may like this other song because, you know, it's a genre that you, you know, it incorporates uh, elements from genres that you might be more familiar with or like. So, yeah, I just try to keep it interesting. Keeps it lively. That's even better. Just keep it interesting. Yeah, give us some fun. Yeah. Who have been some of your personal musical influences? Um, so my main one, uh, probably, probably David Bowie. He's probably my main one. Uh, I grew up listening to him uh, ever since I was little. And but what I really, the the, the main reason I really liked, I, I he's a huge influence for me is because he was a total chameleon in music and in the in the way he did his music and his visual style. Um, and I, I, I relate to that, that whole genre bending side. I mean, he, throughout his career from start to the end, he was totally, uh, he, he, he challenged himself and he, he got into different things that maybe weren't as popular sounding music, styles of music, but it was stuff that he really liked and he really resonated with. And it's very, he was very kind of a purist in that sense. And I, I really um, admire him. And it's influenced me a lot. Other than that, I would say probably uh, Diana Ross, definitely, because she's just like, she has this magnetism. I mean, from a performance standpoint, 
she's one of like the best performers I've ever seen. Oh yeah. <laughs> because if you ever watch her, she's just magnet. She's she not. She's like just magnet. She's magnetic, you know. And she just makes you feel good. And I, I think that whenever you play live, that should be the goal. Like to me, music has always been. It's a it's a it's a communal thing. Like everybody, it's about everyone. I I may be playing the music, but it's not about me. It's about every, everybody's enjoyment of the music. And I feel like she really Absolutely. encompasses that. And uh, probably say the third one, I would definitely say probably like Marvin Gaye, just because oh his gosh. music was just amazing. Favorites. Yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Those are some great ones. I have, I'm going to make you guys laugh. I have, of course, a um, Diana Ross story. Long story short. Oh, no, no way. <laughs> totally. She, I, she, we were, she had a concert. And we all went as like this big, huge family. And she called the little kids up on stage. So, of course, before my mom could say no, I was gone running towards the stage. <laughs> and so I got up on stage. And, you know, at the end, she had us like all dancing. And then she kissed each one of us on the cheek. Needless to say, I didn't wash my cheek for a week. So. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so cool. There's no way. That's that's it such was, an amazing coincidence. It was I said. So. It totally, it was like the best story. My mom's like, you have to wash your face. So I washed a red <laughs> where she kissed me. Like, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. I wow. Mean, you know what little kid's not going to want to keep that memory, even though, it, of course, her little, her, you know, she left a lipstick print. Of course, that faded. But, you know, <laughs> you're just like, oh, my I mean, it's Diana Ross. Exactly. It's Diana Ross. I'm not washing she... my face forever. <laughs> and she's just so awesome too because i love how also like side note with her like with family like she's yeah. all about family i'm all about family she seems like all the interviews i've seen with her and her fan and her kids they just seem like they're so tight and they all do different things and she's she has her thing in the music industry and i think she has one son who's a rapper right. but all she has a bunch of other kids who do like all these other careers really amazing careers and but they're also tight and just so cool so that's yeah. another yeah. reason why i love it I agree. Okay, so I have a question for you, Clifford. What yeah. would you say is the hardest thing about being an indie musician? Um, indie musician, I would say probably sustainability. Sustainability, is, uh, especially because the music industry is just currently going through like so many major changes. Right. Um, I think it's that's you know. There's so many changes happening right now. So when you're just starting out, it's 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 actually you, it, it's difficult because you don't have a roadmap um, to work on. But I I think in a lot of ways it's it's probably better in a lot of ways for people who are just starting out um, because you can. There's so many new avenues to put your music and your art. But I do think sustainability is the hardest thing, you know, figuring out how to be sustainable and financially and just, you know, being able to keep doing your thing, your your dream, what you love to do. Um, you know, how do you make that into career, into a career? That's yeah, yeah, absolutely. I would agree with that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Now, where do you find inspiration for your music? Um it really just comes from everyday thoughts, experiences. Um, sometimes there's social and political social events or sometimes political events. Um, uh, and then, you know, of course there's love <laughs> like with Mariana, there's love. There's always that, um, you know, uh, but you know, it really just comes from whatever you're feeling. I mean, it's, 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 
feel like you can see, you can listen to a lot of artists and they'll say the same thing. So it sounds like a broken record, but it's really just however you're feeling. If you can't feel what you're, you're, <clears throat> excuse me. Mm-hmm. If you can't feel what you're doing that day, if you can't feel what you're trying to create in the studio or, you know, it, it, it's really hard to connect to it. And people can, you know, people can tell when you're being, when you're being authentic in your music, you know, listeners. That's and, um, sure. That it's it, that's that's probably um, that's you know that's inspiring to me. I know when I listen to my to other artists, so I try to do the same thing and just try to be honest. You know. That's true. That is true. I know you were talking about this a bit earlier with the industry changing, but how do you see it evolving? Um, so it's interesting. I saw so the playing live. I think is something that it, it's. It definitely has to be reworked, like it, from what it traditionally has been, uh, like you know the big festivals and stuff like that, because of the changing, you know, the realities that we've been facing since for the past couple of years, which is like changing health concerns of the society of society as well as you know COVID, and also there have been, unfortunately, there have been you know any mass collective of people you know getting together has a potential potential unfortunately has the potential of some unfortunate events occurring and that's been very you know obvious within the past five to ten years so i think i saw actually i was told today that i saw that like cardi b for example is she, she doesn't do any like um don't quote me on this but i this is what i heard that she doesn't do any like big shows like uh, I don't know if it's like fe- festivals anymore. She does private events and she gets, um, she gets, well, she, apparently she gets a lot more money for it. And also it's like, you know, it's a hundred people. They're small events. They're monitored very well. Right. And so I, I feel like that's the direction it's going to start to go. And um, I also, cause I've been, I've been asked this before and I kind of, I think the whole like, three like something in the future that i don't know how far down the future this would be but like some like 3d or vr or like holographic performances would be really cool that would be so sick awesome that would be i guess i mean it's a catch-22 to do concerts like that because you have you know the intimacy with the artist and you may get a chance to meet them or talk to them but then you know kind of like the whole taylor swift thing everybody wants to see you on stage yeah. so it's yeah. kind of like a, a catch-20 it is definitely I'll it is both of them, though. <laughs> totally sign me up to see them both <laughs> <laughs> definitely now is there one genre of music that you would like to incorporate into your work that you haven't gotten a chance to yet yeah i, I think i think um i think something along in the realm of like techno music and like intense more intense edm music um would be something interesting to get into i i started i started working on this song recently and um trying to kind of incorporate that those kind of elements elements from that those genres into it and i i didn't realize i realize now i have a huge appreciation for it because it's like there's a lot of musical theory that you have to understand not necessarily I didn't personally go to school for like for music, really. I had minimal teaching in music, but like, like it's obvious that the people, even if you haven't gone to, you know, have formal education in music, there's like an understanding with people who are really good at making EDM music that is like the amount of elements and, and sounds that they have that they ha- they overlap with each other and 
it's very difficult to make it sound cohesive but when it does yeah. it's yeah. like amazing it like it, it's sonically just beautiful so i think that would be a cool genre like area to get into also i would think i think uh i would love to sing i'm not i don't i don't rap myself but like i think it'd be cool to do like a hook like sing a hook in a song in a rap song for oh, a rapper that would be yeah yeah. Cool. All right, you gotta tell me about your new single. Okay, so my um, new single, Mariana, uh, released recently. Um, it was uh, it's, it's a love song. Uh, it was it was influenced by my fascination actually with the Mariana Trench, um, which uh, I, I love the Mariana Trench. I think it's fascinating. I'm well, I'm terrified of it. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but it's like I don't know if you've ever seen. Have you ever seen documentaries of the Mariana Trench? No, I, I haven't. I know about all those weird fish and things that are in there. Yeah. Oh my gosh, well, I'm going to have to look this up, guys. You have to see it because there's a documentary that's a really good one. It comes, it's like the first thing that pops up if you're on YouTube. But it's like, it's like a, it's like another world. It's like outer space on Earth because it's like, it's the deepest trench in, uh, in the ocean, like in the world. And I don't, I don't remember how deep it is exactly. Um, we have gone to the bottom of it, but we haven't, it's not like we've explored all of it. And um, it's like, it's just so fascinating to me. So I was playing with that idea. And then, um, you know, I kind of related it with finding true love. True love is like a deep concept. And finding your one true love is, is can be really kind of scary because you have to kind of, you have to face yourself in 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 a right. very kind of vulnerable way so i kind of that's where i kind of um like diving to the depths of the ocean you have to be willing to dive to the depths of the ocean to find true love um that is true yeah so um it's it's delving you know it requires delving into the unknown and there's a constant potential of getting hurt and it's it's like diving to the depths of the ocean so that's that's where i kind of worked uh worked it out that's a good i mean that's a great that's a good comparison it just... really is because it's scary it's dark it's yeah you know you don't yeah. want to you always kind of want to stay in your bubble and not go outside of it yeah. so that's yeah that's a good analogy might not be full of giant <laughs> squid and things but <laughs> well depending, <laughs> <It> depending. <laughs> all right we're gonna go on a quick commercial break clifford right. would you stay around with us to have some fun coming up wonderful okay all right we'll be right back Welcome back to the show, everyone. Oh, welcome back, guys. If you're not downloaded, anchor.fm. App. App. Do it. Do it. Start making your own <laughs> podcast today. Did you forget the word app? I forgot the word app. Let's get back to the app <laughs> before I forget something else. Okay. <laughs> what is your favorite city and why? Um, favorite, favorite city. Uh, I went to Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, to visit my sister. Uh, after I, oh, I want to go to Scotland. Yeah, my sister, it was amazing. My sister, she flew me over after I graduated high school. She was uh, getting her master's at University of Edinburgh. And wow. um, she flew me over, yeah, after I graduated high school as like a present. And I was there for two weeks and stayed with her. And it was, um, it's 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 like a total, that city is a total like cultural melting pot. And it, it's so there's so many different cultures so many it's a beautiful design the architecture is just gorgeous there's there's like there's literally a castle on a cliff over like the water 
that you can just see like from the and you can the, at the bottom and like at the bottom of the cliff is the valley full of like pubs and just shops and places to eat and you can look up and see this glorious old castle and it's just it's just breathtaking that whole city was just amazing and um it's just it's amazing definitely check out edinburgh scotland if you ever get the chance is she is your sister still there no no no, no. she's back over here but oh, um that was going to suggest that she fly your sister that you guys never knew you had. <laughs> Maybe we can arrange it. Exactly. <laughs> what is one artist you would love to collaborate with? Um, let's see. So, so producer, well, I'll start with producer and then an artist. How about that? Producer okay. would be Max Martin. I would love, he's a production genius. I mean, his track record of pop hits is just incredible. And I would love to just be in the same room as him. I mean, it, he's, his, he's just a genius to me. And um, he, and then as far as an artist, I, uh, I would say uh, Stromae. Uh, he's uh, Stromae. He was, he's a uh, uh, Belgian artist um, and he, I started listening to him before I studied abroad in uh, Brussels, Belgium for a semester in college. And um, I, he, he's from Brussels and I started listening to his music and I just, I really fell in love with it. And um, I just feel like we have a lot of similar styles and the way that his approach to making music, he, he likes to put, he kind of genre bends as well. And I would love to have the opportunity to work with him. That would be awesome. That would be, yeah. If you had a time machine, where would you go? Time machine, where would I go? I would say, I would, so, okay. It's, does, can the time machine go forward? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so the time machine, so I would go forward in time, but not to talk to myself. Like, I, I would actually go like 150 plus years in the future to oh, see my family. Yeah, that could be interesting. To see, like, to see my family, I think that would be so cool. And just like to, to, I don't know, just to like to meet. I, I always, I've always like thought it would be so cool to, if I, you know, if you had the opportunity to meet your, um, your ancestors, you know, that would just be amazing. Yeah, that would but, be fun. Um, yeah, that would be. I could see if my, you know, generations, if they grew any. <laughs> I'm yeah. close to seven, Clifford. So yeah, you got to see if the, if the growing <laughs> happens. If the, oh, so you mean grow is in physically yeah, grow? Exactly. That generation if, got taller. If they got taller, you know. No, they might get smaller. That would be, you know what? We, good things come in small packages. That so is true. Hey, everyone's beautiful. As there far as I'm concerned. <laughs> what is the one song that is always stuck in your head? Oh. Other than the songs I'm working on now, because <laughs> they're right. always stuck in my head. Um, I have to force myself to walk away from those ones. Um, <laughs> but re uh, let's see, recently it's been "Love" by Kendrick. Okay. Okay. Ken Kendrick Lamar, love that song. All right. What is your favorite dessert? Favorite dessert? Oh, okay. My sister, I asked her for my birthday a couple of years ago um, to make me tahini chocolate chip cookies, and I haven't wanted anything else for my birthday since. Oh, have you ever had wow. tahini? Have you? Do you know what tahini no. is? No, 
was about no, to ask, what, what is, is that? Please tell. Yeah, tahini is uh, T-A-H-I-N-I. It's a it's essentially peanut butter, but instead of peanuts, it's sesame seeds. Oh. And it's a very and it's it's very um it's a it's more of a Middle Eastern thing, but but it it has this it's not as like um thick as uh, peanut butter. It's uh-huh. more runny. So, but when you put it in a chocolate chip cookie, it's like you've had peanut butter chocolate chip cookies before, right? Right. But this is like th- what this does is make them so moist. You don't really taste as much of the nuttiness. There's not as much of a nutty flavor with tahini, but it's more of like it just makes them like the most moist chocolate chip cookies you'll ever have. And then you put some, you, drill, you put like sprinkle some uh, coarse salt on top of them when they come out of the oven. Oh my God. They're so that good. That sounds interesting. Yeah. That sounds really interesting. Yeah. I, must, I must try that. Yeah, definitely should. <laughs> now, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? Um, a teleportation. Definitely. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Okay, you're there. Okay, yep. Gave an idea. Yeah. It's a tel- teleportation. Yeah. It is the most <laughs> useful thing. I just right? telepathy. Yes, but think about it. You could go anywhere you want. Oh, well, I just mean, like pop Scotland. There, you're there. <laughs> you don't have to pay for a plane ticket. Don't have to pack anything. Just you're there. I just want to know what people are thinking. So I don't know, guys. I'm gonna have to stick to my guns. <laughs> and over then, here. like, you could wake up like five minutes before work, and you're there. You don't have to get ready. You don't have to. You just boom. See, that's that's my thing. Is like, I I I would just like, you know, oh, I gotta go to the store. Boom, I'm at the store. Yeah, that's true. But all telepathy right. would be would be pretty amazing. But <laughs> it's like. As long as you use it for good, I'm all for it. Yeah. Oh, I totally would use it for good. I kind of. No, absolutely. Uh, that, yep. Uh, no, absolutely. I can tell. I'd be like, what are you thinking? Oh, I know what you're thinking. Please don't think that. Let me, <laughs> let's talk about this. See, I would be all up in there and then give myself away. And then people would be like, lock me up somewhere because <laughs> they probe me and do all kind of weird things. So, yeah, that might I get myself in trouble. Oh. <laughs> uh. If you could only take five things to a desert island, what would they be? Five things to a desert island. I'd say a sound system. Okay. At least I can listen to music. Some, it could be just a boom box. It could be something small, big. Doesn't, it doesn't matter. Um, and then I bring a cast iron pan because right. I love to cook. I love to cook. So, um, And then I bring like, um, I found a gar- um it's a gardener's utility knife, but I don't know if you've ever seen, like, I got one for my sister for her birthday last year or the year before, and it, it's basically a knife that has, like, one side is serrated, it has a shovel part, it has, like, a, wow, wow. It's, it's basically one of those, like, useful, just a utility knife, but it's, like, really amazing for doing chores around the house and doing gardening, so I'd probably bring one of those, and then bring a chess board. I recently started playing, like, like chess and, like, learning how to play chess, basically. So I would bring a chess board because I love to play games. You know, I like video games, but I feel like that would be hard on a deserted island. So <laughs> I'd probably just bring a chess board. And then finally, like, a, uh, this may seem like, like a cop-out one, but it's, like, just, like, a hammock or, like, some kind of really nice bed that, like, I, I know I, something that, yeah, something that I can, like, I know I can sleep well on. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? That's a, you, you Take know. your entire bed with you. Yeah. <laughs> There we go. That's All right. A good, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. Just skip the hammock and take the take, take the, the whole the bed. Yeah, just like sorry. All right, everyone. I'm, I'm not gonna see you for the rest of my life, but I'm bringing my bed. 
You on, on, my, on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What fictional character is the most similar to your own personality? Okay, so I, um, I actually, I couldn't, I, 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 one time I, I actually did a test online for oh. this, <laughs> and <laughs> somehow, yeah, sometimes somehow I got, um, you're, you, you've seen Twilight. Have you seen right. Twilight? Okay, oh. Alice Cullen, oh, Alice wow. the sister. Wow. That's Somehow cool. I got like 82% match with her. She was like the highest. And I was yeah. like, that's actually pretty sick. Like that Alice is, Cullen is, is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I have to say. I have so, to yeah. say so too, yeah. Thank you. Yes. I mean, I'm her apparently to this you uh, you know, personalitytest.com. Apparently that's me. So <laughs> according to them. But uh, no, but yeah, she's like, I think she's, I love her character. So I was happy with that. Her character is the best. It's not like the brooding um with uh patterson what's his uh edward, Patton, edward. pattinson yeah, yeah pattinson. <laughs> the, the broodiness of him you can't take him and it's just like I, evil batman now. oh my god so we were watching the batman the other day and she could not take him seriously <laughs> she was just like it's edward dressed as a bat and then i was like is he gonna shine is he gonna shine, he gonna shine? <laughs> yeah i will say yeah the characters definitely overlap like the style the very broody Absolutely. And, yeah. I mean, he's a good actor, but I oh, guess, yeah. you know, you kind of see them, unfortunately, as yeah. the character that you associate with them. So, yeah. Yeah, it's but, it's natural. And I think it, it, also the movie was three hours long. That was the hardest part for me. I was like, true. oh, my gosh, three hours. That's true. That's I think true. after, what, the first hour I knocked out. Yeah, you knocked out. Mm-hmm. I love the movie. Great. But... Yeah, he, lo- he loved it. And I was like, I need to rewatch it. I'm sure I will love it, but. I need to, honestly, I need to rewatch it, too. Okay. Because yeah. I've only seen it movie. once. See, that's on our watch list. Then. That's a great movie. We'll do it. All, holidays coming up. Do it over the holidays. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Speaking of movies, actually, what is your favorite movie of all time? My favorite movie is uh, it's probably my, it's called uh, To Serve With Love. Have you ever seen that movie? No, no. I've never seen that. It's Sidney Poitier. Uh-huh. You know, yeah, he, uh, yeah. and he's like, um, he becomes a teacher at this like school in in England in in London, and the kids are really they behave poorly, and he is a really just really genuine and honest. Uh, you know, the his character is very genuine, and honest, and he basically teaches these kids how to just act in a respectful manner. It's 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 like back from like the sixties, I think sixties oh, wow. or. Oh. Um, and it's a really really good movie. It's like one that I grew up with, and it's it's something that it, the the lessons in it are just beautiful. If you ever get a chance, and if you like Cindy Poitier, um, check that out. It's to Sir, comma with love. Okay, we're gonna so, have to check that out. Beautiful movie. I mean, he was a phenomenal actor. Yeah, so anything he, he that was, and mm-hmm. you know, it's probably gold. It's probably so, good. Yeah. yeah, he's like he's just his like he's like a up there like with Diana Ross to me. Like he just oh, had yeah. this like okay. kind of magnet magnetism that was like. Just so beautiful. So yeah. just a great person. I, I agree. 10,000%. Yeah, mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> what is your favorite social media app? Um, I get, see, I, I feel like it's probably YouTube. I mean, is YouTube considered social media? I don't know. Yeah, it is. It is. For some reason. Yeah, yeah. I would say. Because I mean, it has like, like comments it. and I guess yeah, and stuff yeah, on it, it, but. I feel like one, but it is. 
because I mean, like, because it, it's videos and stuff. Like TikTok is TikTok is social media, right? So right. Like, to me, like, I mean, YouTube now has like shorts and stuff. So it's like basically social media as well. I don't know, sure. but I, I don't really use a lot of social media like actively. I, I post on them and then I um you know I, I use them for business and stuff like that. But as far as like personal use, I don't use them as much. I go on TikTok sometimes and I like to post on TikTok sometimes. This is like creative fun thing to do, you know. Right. But um as an outlet, but you know, I uh I guess I guess I'd have to say YouTube and um and recently, yeah, with, with Twitter doing some weird stuff, I don't know. I don't I'm not really using that as much anymore. I might right. be getting off that soon. So I don't know. I think TikTok, I don't know, I've become obsessed with you just have. scrolling and scrolling. <laughs> Gabe's like, you have. You have. Gabe's like, yeah, you have. <laughs> and I'll send him like just in maybe 20 minutes, I'll send him like five or six TikToks. I'm like, dude, you got to see this. And, and I'm just like, I sometimes feel like <laughs> I'm working here. I'll look at it later. Because like my phone's just blowing up, blowing up, blowing up, and I have to look over. And I'm just like, "What is she doing?" It's blowing so up with memes. Yeah, it really yeah. is. See, I love like because I love Vine. Like when Vine was a thing, I oh, love yeah. Vine. Right. So like I love like the short little like humorous meme stuff that on TikTok. Like I I watch like compilations of that on YouTube too. Like I love memes. So. That's it. That's it? one of my friends. He was just like TikTok is only Vine, and I'm like, but yeah, it, I can't argue with that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For a lot of it, it, definitely, I feel like it is. Yeah, it, yeah, it is. You have one person to give a shout out to. Who is it, and why'd you pick them? Uh, so my, my first inclination would be my family, just in general, because uh, I love them and they've supported me through everything. But um, if I was doing somebody outside of my family, uh, it would be Jerome Bigfoot Braley. Um, he took an interest in my music early on, and um, We've collaborated before, and uh, gotta give a shout out to to Bigfoot. He's uh, been a huge influence uh, for me. So. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Okay, so we have something to tell Bigfoot. Hey, yeah. Bigfoot. Hi, Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna love that. <laughs> what is the one piece of advice you would give to people who want to be in this industry? Um, I think that. The most important thing, this is, I mean, this kind of goes for art in general, any artist in general. I think it's important to find that spot within yourself where your mind and your soul meet, because that's that's probably where your creativity lies. I think everybody's creativity is unique and very different. And the most important thing to make it unique and different is to be able to be honest about what you actually believe in, what makes you you know, what's important to you. So try, try to find that spot where you really, because if you start from there, if you're starting out and you have dreams of, you know, making this a career, then um, you can't go wrong. And if you start out on the right foot with the right foundation, that's, it's so important, you know, from small baby steps are so important. And other than that, I would just say, you know, believe in yourself and don't give up for anything. That's great advice. Yeah. In addition to all that you have going on, what's next for you? Um, so I've been doing a lot. I've been doing a lot of end of year reviewing, you know, as the you know end of the year things as you do, and uh, I'm still kind of deciding. I'm always looking towards you know making the next step and promoting my music, collaborating with people, um, and um, you know, next step I think is just. 
keep making music, making connections, um, put myself out there, uh, making as honest music as I possibly can. And um, I think just having fun with it. <laughs> That's awesome. It just have fun with it. Yeah. yeah. There go. All right. My final question is, what is one thing you want our audience to know about you? Um, so uh, the main thing would be DIA, diversity, equity, inclusion, and accessibility is very important to me and anything I do. So the goal with my music and with anything I guess I make is um, that nobody feels singled out when right. they right. experience it. So my goal is when I create it from, you know, the lyrics to everything, I, I just try to make it so it's accessible and um, it, it's inclusive of all type, types of people. So um, that's the main thing. Everybody is welcome. And, and, and uh, it doesn't matter where you come from, what your background is, I, I, you are welcome to, um, you know, to embrace my music. I embrace everybody. So please, uh, you know, with that in mind, you know, don't hesitate to say hi. And uh, yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, actual final question, because Gabriel can't read the paper today. <laughs> Where people find you on social media? Um, okay, so uh, TikTok, I'm uh, at Clifford.music. Um, YouTube, if you just type in Clifford Reeves, um, I'll pop up. Uh, SoundCloud, Spotify, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud.com/slash/CliffordReevesOfficial, um, and then yeah, all my music's on um, Spotify, Bandcamp, Apple Music. It's everywhere. Um, just type in Clifford, and you'll probably see a big red dog pop up <laughs> next to when you do so. Uh, you know, yeah, he, you know, he he, just, he steals my limelight. What can I say? Sometimes, right. you know, what can I say? <laughs> you, should, you should use that. Yeah. Use that. <laughs> but uh but yeah so my my stuff's everywhere so all right thank you so much for joining us today we really absolutely you on for sure. Oh, sure my pleasure thank you so much y'all y'all were great right. so thank friendly you. and nice <laughs> thank you clifford my pleasure and did you guys enjoy the show i know we did thanks to clifford for joining us today make sure to check out his social media and music and to play us out here's clifford's new song mariana Peace out, guys. I'm in a storm on the sea. Need to feel your spree. Feel your spree. So I dive to the depths of the ocean. Dive to the depths of the ocean. So I can find you. Find you, maybe be free from the sea. It could be just us two. Love in the Sizzles, so profound it seems abyssal Cause when the storms 
in the Mariana. Mariana.